Hello everybody, my name is Antoinette. I am your host and I want to say welcome back to the Single Mom Life podcast. I know I have been missing. It's been about five months since I posted anything. So I just want to say welcome back to the Single Mom Life podcast. I am still quite new at this podcast thing and getting out hang of it and posting weekly and deciding what to talk about. Um, So it's fairly new, but back in July, I stopped posting any of my podcast episodes because I was actually opening up and talking about child support and, you know, my case and etc. But then, I don't know where, like a week later, I was served. <laughs> I was served with um some child support, court paperwork to go back to child support in order to lower child support. And I kind of got like, I guess like afraid or like drawn back because I didn't know, like, are they listening to my podcast? Are they finding out what I'm saying? And I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just like saying the truth and saying what's going on with my case and what had happened and what I believe in, you know, like child support, common questions and answering just common questions. For some reason, I stopped and I just was afraid. So I stopped posting and I don't know why. And honestly, like, I need to stop caring. I need to stop holding back. And that's my problem. Sometimes I hold back or I'm afraid to say what's on my mind because, like, it's true. Like, we're going to get criticized no matter what, whether it's good, whether it's bad. There's always going to be a different perspective. There's always going to be a different, you know, like, somebody else is going to think differently than we do. And that's, you know what, that's fine. That's okay, to not think the same and have different, you know, mindsets because like not all of our situations are the same. And that's the number one thing. Like I need to acknowledge and just accept it and just stand my ground and stop being afraid and holding back. I have made plenty of mistakes in my life. I am not perfect. (laughs) Oh my God. I struggle with so many things, but that's, the point of this podcast I want to start opening up about how single moms struggle or at least in my perspective how we struggle and what we go through day to day you know if that means you know custody battles child support problems you know like co-parenting fails and co-parenting good I want to open up about life you know I've gone through so much not to be able to talk about it, not to be able to open up about it. And I'm so tired of, you know, like ignoring it and bottling it up and just not talking about it. So that's what my podcast, I want it to be about. And I want to open up with other people. And if you guys have something to say, or you want to jump on this podcast with me and you have like an earphone jack, you know, that you could record on your phone, I could send out some questions. Like I'm all for it. Just send me you know, a DM through Instagram at the Single Mom Life PDC or find me on TikTok, the Single Mom Life PDC. Just find me and go ahead and send me a message. Let me know. I could get your email. We could like send out like questionnaires, you know, maybe that we want to both ask each other. I'm all down for it. If you guys want to do it, I want to do it. Like I'm open-minded. I understand like, you know, like if you want to call me, you know, single mom slash baby mama. I don't like that term, but it is a shorter version, I guess, in order for other people to understand that like my child's father does have another partner, does have more kids. So that way they're, they know there's a baby mama and stepmom situation. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I'm open-minded to talking about that as well, because I know 
I feel like I see a lot of stepmoms, you know, have angry baby mamas. And then the baby mamas, the ones that are good, have really bad stepmoms. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys have seen that scenario, but like I have. And I think it's crazy because why? Why? Why can't we just all get along, right? So yeah, if you have a situation or anything you want to discuss, go ahead and send me a message. I would love to discuss that with you. Okay, so back in the end of July when I was served with the paperwork that he was taking me back to modify the child support court order, I was already laughing in the back of my head because I had already known that if he turns in his actual income, the child support order would actually be going up instead of going down. And he didn't know that. I don't know how he didn't know that, but he didn't. So we had court at the end of September. And I had already known, again, it was going up before I even talked to anybody, before we even went to the hearing. So I was like hoping that he was going to cancel the hearing, not thinking that he would proceed with it or that he would even show up. So he ended up showing up and you guys, oh my God. So what had happened in June, 2021, when I first went to the child support court hearing via Zoom, he didn't show up and he had spoken with the child support office and he just verbally told them how much he made right so based off of that income that he said he makes a week they went off that order since he didn't show up they took that amount and based that based a court order off that amount so obviously he didn't like the amount that they ordered even though i knew that it was significantly less than what he actually made so this time around, the end of September, he turned in all his income, you guys. <laughs> he turned in his real income. So the child support office even called me. They told me, you know, like we went over it. What I make, I had to turn everything in all over again. What he made, blah, blah, blah. And they even told me verbally, like, that I would actually be going up a bit. Even with his hardship, because of how much he makes. Like, he makes almost double than what he actually turned in. What the actual court order hearing ordered he makes double. So it would be going up. Like, are you crazy? Like, why would you do that? Why would you take me back to court not knowing how much the court actually based your income off of? But anyways, so we were there via Zoom. Everybody's logging in and I logged in video. He logged in only his phone. At least he showed up, right? So he logged in via his phone call and then the judge started to open, you know, like explain the, the procedure, the hearing, blah, 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 all that fun stuff, right? And then she lets him know, like, sir, based off of your income that you turned in, even with your hardships, like it looks like your child support order would be X amount. So it would actually be going up quite a bit instead of being lowered. He was like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean it's going to go up? He was like so confused and like the judge let him know that the child support office person that was representing the child support office would be explaining why. So they went ahead and explained to him the same thing I just explained how the court hearing was actually based off what he had verbally told them back in March or May or whatever. Um, so they went ahead and proceeded with the court hearing based off that amount and based off what he turned in, it's almost double. So the re so the fact that like the income is actually almost double per month, it would actually be going up instead of going down. Again, he was like, that makes no sense. Like, I don't get it. So the judge was kind enough. I went, the judge was really kind 
And she let him know that, you know, that being that he's the one that filed to modify the child support order, he can go ahead and take the court hearing off the calendar and go ahead and keep the child support court order as it is. Or we can go ahead and proceed, but the child support amount would be going up. He was like, wait, I don't get it. Like, he still, he, he did not comprehend why it would be going up instead of going down. So he he let the judge know like oh well like i'm struggling as it is like i don't want it going up so she took it off the calendar and um she let him know like if next time he could please answer the child support office phone calls because if he would have answered their phone calls and spoke with them he would have known that it was going up and he wouldn't have wasted all of our time going to this hearing And then she apologized to me and she was like, ma'am, I'm sorry for wasting your time. If you would like to go ahead and proceed with the court, like proceed with the court hearing in order to modify your child support, you may go ahead and go like apply and go ahead and modify the child support order based on a new evidence that came in with his income if I would like to. But I would have to file all over again and do a court hearing all over again. I'm just like, I don't really want to. Like, I really don't. Like, I just want him to pay the court order that was like ordered that's it just be responsible help me with our child please like that's it like I'm not gonna go back and file and like raise the child support just keep it as it is just be a father and when you're a father and you're actually visiting and all this stuff and like participating in our child's life then go and lower it go for it but based off the income and like the child support was based off zero percent visitation you guys like he doesn't see our child he doesn't ask for him it's been almost two years in april and the only time he calls is on our child's birthday and i feel when i share this like on tiktok or instagram like i feel so bad because like the fact that people comment and they're like oh or at least your child gets a phone call for his birthday and i'm like that's not the point like (laughs) Men, fathers, should not be only calling for our birthdays and then turning around and complaining about child support when you're not even actively in your child's life. Like, that for that is honestly so crazy that the bar is so low for men. Like, the fact that, like, we as women, like, are like, oh, well, your child at least gets a phone call for his birthday. Like, that shows you, like, how low the bar is. And men... Like, need to stop and realize what you guys are. I don't want to get mad or anything. I don't want to cry. But it's just, I feel like all around, mothers, fathers, like, we should be better parents. And we should be able to co-parent better. But I know that we have our personal issues and our personal problems. And sometimes they get in the way. But, like, my situation right now, my child's father taking me back to lower child support. For what? Why are you going to lower it if you know, like, you're not even actively in your child's life. You're not there. You barely provide for him. The fact that he can take me to lower child support, but that same paper that he filed to lower the child support is the same paper to file for custody. Like that shows you how important your child is. If you could file to lower child support on an FL 300 custody paperwork is the same paperwork to file for custody is the same paperwork to open a child support case he literally could have filed both both hearings but he chose not to and this is why i've been missing the past five months because after that 
being served for child support that hearing like I waited I waited around to see you know like maybe he'll file you know for custody you know like if you want to lower the child support then why not file for more custody or visitation instead of just being a deadbeat and filing to lower child support when you haven't even supported your child for over a year so I waited and waited and you know what I have been homeschooling my child in like a private homeschool and me being his instructor and I decided after the court hearing that I was going to enroll him back into public school I work at a hospital and I know the COVID numbers and I know like everything is so scary and it's still scary at this time we're going into 2022 and like the numbers are slowly going up people are getting sick babies are getting sick pregnant women are getting sick and I see it and I've been hesitant to put my child back in school since my custody court order is joint physical and joint legal um so I didn't know how I felt about that but I waited and I wasn't served for any custody hearing so I took it upon myself to go ahead and file and file for full custody I'm hoping for joint physical and full legal custody um joint physical as in like maybe you know like he'll pop up and try to have visitation like I want him to have visitation but I'm no longer going to force a man to be a father so I enrolled my son back into public school he started in October um and then I went ahead and filed for custody. So since doing that, I've had a few problems because obviously like I have to be transparent and I tell the school, you know, like, hey, we have joint legal and physical. Supposedly, you know, like he's supposed to be with his um, father, but he's not. And I have to explain to them, you know, like what happened and stuff. And because of the court order saying that we both have shared legal and physical, that means we also share like the legal decisions, which like my son right now is going through a lot, going back into school. I don't know if it's like, you know, after being home for a year or what, but he came out like with a lot of stuff that happened at his dad's that he's never told me. So like, I don't want to go into deep detail about that, but like, it's like things that weren't CPS being involved. And um, now, you know, I'm trying to get him therapy and get him help and like, work on his behavior because like with me when it's just me and him like he's my only child so when it's me and him and homeschool it's I feel like it's easy because like it's I feel like he's so loving and affectionate that he just wants to like impress me so with school he's doing so good you know like he was doing the star testing everything but he has no kids around so like when he gets into conflict I feel like his behavior goes a little bit crazy because like he puts himself down like if a kid says something bad to him or if he feels like he's doing bad in school like he's not getting good grades like he like puts himself down so much and I don't know why he does that so ever since enrolling him in school in October I am now like have him I have him talking to a school counselor and stuff and that's where like a lot of stuff came out that happened at his dad's that I never knew about came upon um, and now I'm trying to like put him in outside therapy, but because my court order is joint legal, they also have to reach out to his father, but his father's not answering, not returning phone calls. And it's just so overwhelming because it's just like so much has been going on. And I've been ignoring this podcast because like, I don't know what to say without like saying too much, if that makes any sense. But 
yeah, so I've been going through all of this and trying to figure out what to do and then waiting for court. Of course, I filed in the beginning of October. To, takes like two months. So I actually had mediation in December, right? The beginning of December. And guess what, you guys? He didn't show up. He did not show up to mediation. Like, oh, it's crazy. It is crazy because it's the beginning of December. He's over there telling people I won't, you know, like let him have our child for holidays, etc. And his sisters want to ask me. And it's just like, no, he can't even show up to mediation. Like, I don't feel comfortable doing something like that and letting him take our child. Like, how? He's not communicating. How am I going to give my child to his sister? Like, I don't get it. You guys are over there putting me down, saying I'm keeping our child from him, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. But then you want him for the holiday? And only the holiday? Like, I personally don't think it's fair for my child to see his father's side of the family only on Christmas and no other days. Like, I want him to be involved in his family's life because I grew up in foster care. Like, I grew up not having family. But I don't want to argue with this man. I don't want to fight with him. And since our court order is so messy right now, I don't feel like it's appropriate for my child to be going back and forth and not knowing like if he's even going to come back because what if he tries to keep him? What if he tries to take him because he's so mad about that child support court order that he wants to keep our child in order to lower it? Like something bogus like that. So I am just waiting for our custody agreement to be resolved because if he doesn't want to be in my child's life he doesn't want to visit that's his choice i'm not going to force a man to be a father anymore i've done it for so long and it got me in a messy situation in regards to like to the point where like we were co-parenting good but then all of a sudden he was coming over to sleep over and it was wrong it was wrong on both sides and i i absolutely take that fault because he had a girlfriend and i was allowing him to come over but he was calling me and we're getting along and I don't know, like it turned into this thing where like if I didn't sleep with him, it felt like we're going to have a messy co-parenting relationship. And honestly, all this mess proves that I was right because I stopped sleeping with him. We stopped getting along. We stopped co-parenting and he stopped trying to be a father just because I stopped sleeping with him. And instead of his girlfriend, you know, like stepping away or like fixing their relationship all she did was add another kid into the situation like they have two kids the kid was born after we stopped having an affair like that is crazy to me that we're just gonna throw another kid in the situation into this messy situation that had happened between us just that's it just throw another kid into the situation so yeah when i say i have been <laughs> through a lot I really mean it like I've been through a lot and I've been through a lot with this man because he was my foster brother when I was 16 I met him when I was 16 we lived in the same foster home like we've been back and forth with each other for so long so when we started that affair like it was like nothing new because we always ended up going back and forth with each other but I finally ended it 2019 I have not slept with him. I stopped. And now as of 2020, I've been a single parent. Go figure. One year after I stopped sleeping with him. Seven months after I stopped sleeping with him, he has another kid. And then six months after that, he stops communication. 
like we were communicating for our child, but because it was so messy, it got bad. And I am not going to reach out and beg him because then he makes it seem like I'm trying to have an affair with him again, or if I'm trying to sleep with him, or like it was all my fault. And I take accountability for the actions that mean him did, but he needs to also take accountability for those actions as well. And disappearing from our child's life because of his choices, I don't think it's right, but I am, again, I am no longer going to force a man to be a father if he can't be a father to our child. Like, I get it. It's easier to stay with the woman that you stayed with, you know, like be with her because clearly she's okay with what he puts her through, but I'm not. Once I stopped sleeping with him, I stopped allowing him to walk all over me. I stopped allowing him to make me feel bad. Stopped allowing him to make me feel guilty for what we did. It was both our decisions and he didn't like that. He didn't like that I threw it in his face and would tell him like to leave me alone. But I guess he took that too literally. When I said leave me alone, I guess he also assumes that means leave our child alone. But it is what it is. I am going to take it day by day because you know what? These last five months have been a lot of ups and downs with him not showing up to mediation. It just shows how much he wants to be in our child's life. Again, I don't message him. I don't call him. If I do anything, I just go through Talking Parents. And I don't know if you guys have heard of that app. It's like an app where like you communicate with the other parent and there's no like way you can delete anything, you know? So if you do need to print messages out and stuff for court it's all there because you can't delete anything and then it shows like when they log in if they read your messages and he has not logged in since july 2020 so he has seen no communication at all he doesn't ask like how's our son doing during school he missed all of his second grade he's now in third grade almost going to fourth grade i got him braces two months ago i know he knows about it because like his sisters follow me on social media but he doesn't reach out and be like, oh, how's his teeth doing? Or like, how are you paying for the braces or anything? Um, I'm currently not getting child support. Um, I was uh, like for a little bit. But like I said earlier, you can't count on child support because like child support comes and goes. And that's the crazy part about child support that people complain so much about it. Like, oh, yeah, she's getting this amount of money from me. You know, like, but just because it's a court order says I'm getting this amount does not mean I'm getting this amount that's the crazy part but anyways he didn't go to child like our mediation for custody and we actually have court coming up at the end of January you guys and I'm so excited to let you guys know how that goes I'm so excited it's like you know the end of January like literally less than 30 days away so I'm hoping it goes good like I said I'm just hoping I get full legal custody and then we can have joint physical custody if he wants any visitation once that happens like if his sisters want to take him for holidays his birthday or anything you know what now he could go ahead and go because I have the court order saying you know like he's he has a visitation I don't want him having overnights because of all the therapy stuff that I am now taking my son to he like is going through a lot and he needs to process it and I feel like if his father wants him overnight, he should go to therapy with our child. Um, that's my personal decision because, like I said, there are a lot of stuff happened at his dad's house that my son expressed to the school counselor. And I feel like I don't want him to hate his dad, but I also don't 
think he should be overnight with his father if he's like afraid of him and afraid of what he could do. Um, I think he needs to process it. And I feel like he should process it with his father. But again, I'm not going to force a man to be a father. I'm not going to force him to come and do what he needs to do to be in his child's life. I'm going to just do what I need to do for my child. And I feel like as a single mom, a lot of people don't see this side. They don't see what's going on with a child from within. They just see what's going on from the outside and, you know, the issues the parents have with each other. And yes, I have a lot of issues with my son's father, but I feel like they should affect us from co-parenting, but they shouldn't affect us from being able to be a parent to our child. You know, like go through the talking parent app, like communicate strictly about the child. Like, yeah, I know it's hard. It it sucks. It sucks not being able to co-parent and do the things you need to do for your child. And like, I know that, you know, like we're going to have arguments. It doesn't matter. Like we need to work through it. It's just like if you are in a relationship with the person, like you swear, like people living together in relationships with kids or without kids, they're going to argue, but you need to work it through. It doesn't matter. does not matter if you have kids or not. You work through your arguments. If you don't work through your arguments, then bye. You're you're not for each other. But in this situation, co-parenting, you're going to have arguments no matter what. It's not about not being together or being together. It's about being able just to communicate for the child. That's it. Like, I know it's hard but we can, we can do it. Like, come on. But each situation is different. I understand. And I would love to hear more about your guys' situation and everything else that you want to talk about. I feel like as a single mom, this is the part where people don't see the emotional part of like the child, of what the child is going through, how they feel. They just see like all the drama between the mother and father, but how is it making our children feel? And this year has opened my eyes like a lot, especially like with school and seeing my child, how he's behaving and, you know, the therapy, but like I'm sitting here being a single parent this whole year and I'm trying to give him everything I never had, you know, like a loving mom. You know, being able to get braces young so he doesn't have crazy teeth later. But they did tell me that he might need braces again later when he's 13. I was like, what? That is ridiculous. That is crazy. Um, But yeah, like I, as a mom, the mother of the child, the baby mama, whatever you guys feel comfortable saying or calling, I'm okay with it. Like, I don't mind. I know some people get annoyed with like being called the baby mama but I think it just like I think it's a term used in order to show that like the father has moved on and has a girlfriend or wife probably more children or like the mother has moved on has a boyfriend or you know like so that way they know like there is a baby mama and stepmom situation going on because like if you were both single then like maybe wouldn't be seen as the baby mama or maybe you would I don't know I don't I, it doesn't personally affect me, but like I was saying, it's just like, it's hard because I don't have that great co-parent relationship because of what had happened with my child's father and the drama between me and supposedly his stepmom is 
based off what happened with me and my child's father having an affair is why she doesn't like me i know i had crazy moments when i was younger like i became a mom at 21 years old you know like he left me while pregnant and i had to go through pregnancy alone he didn't do nothing for me he barely made the birth and during the birth he had no phone so he had used my phone to let his friends know and after i gave birth you know, like he ended up leaving, give him my phone back. And I saw that he was messaging people. I don't know who, while I was in labor, he was on Facebook messaging. I saw like five or six girls. And I was like, of course, like I'm emotional. And after you have a baby, you're like double emotional. So it was like, I got really, like really sad. Cause I was like, wow, like, like we aren't going to work out. We aren't going to get like be together. I am really going to have to raise a child alone. So yeah, I didn't have a great birth. I didn't have a great pregnancy, you know, and then he started a relationship with the girl that he's with right now. And I was like six or seven weeks postpartum. Like, are you kidding? So I did not feel guilty when he chose to have an affair because she did not care when I was barely postpartum. I'm pretty sure she was one of the girls that he was texting while I was in labor and she didn't care. She knew, she knew what she was doing. Just like I knew what I was doing. He knew what he was doing. We all knew what we were doing. So I feel bad now because like his, our co-parenting relationship, obviously, like I wish I could have like done it better, you know, not allowed him to come over and actually had a good co-parenting relationship with him without sleeping with him. But you know what? Like I can't blame myself and put myself down for that because he's accountable he should be accountable as well he made that choice he decided to do that and that was his way of co-parenting with me like i need to accept and she needs to accept that he that was his choice that was the way he was co-parenting with me because without it look he's mia he's missing He's filing to lower child support, but not filing to fight for custody. That's the way it's always been. Like he disappeared after he started a relationship. He disappeared for six months. My child didn't see him for six months when he was a baby, but he, of course he doesn't know that, right? He just assumes like we were together when he was younger and then we broke up. You know, he knows nothing, but oh, where was I going with this? I think where I was going is that co-parenting sucks and it's hard and it's like damn if you do damn if you don't you know 